What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. Speaking of shows, though, I had the honor of speaking with my man Cabbage from In the Patch on, what, Sunday? The, vi- the episode is available now, so you can download it, check it out. So be sure to check out that show and that episode because we talked about the Tampa Pro results. I was going to talk about it a little bit today, but you know what? We covered pretty much everything we needed on that episode. So go check it out and let us know your thoughts, okay? Solid dude, awesome show. That's all I got to say if you do not know who Cabbage is. So go hit that subscribe button for him as well, okay? Head on over there right now. So Mark Suchu dropped a part recently. Have you seen it yet is my question. Have you seen it? Depending on which platform you watch it on, whether it's Thrasher or YouTube, it's either 4 minutes and 19 seconds or 4.20. I saw it kind of listed on both, but it's weird when you click the video, sometimes that's 4.19. But my guess is they were shooting for it to land on or around that 4.20 mark. You get what I'm saying? Which also got me curious about the title. Has he talked about it before? Like, is it, is it a reference to weed? Because that's where my brain went first. I'm like, whoa, what's this all about? But then I started doing some some Googling. I did find a strain called Blue Dog or Blue Kemp. So uh, maybe I that thought is correct. But then again, I found a restaurant in New York City called Blue Dog as well. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. Could it be a shout out to them? Or if you think about it, could it be... A shout out to both as they would definitely go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? You, you feel me? So, but of course, you know me. Check out check out these burgers that they have listed on their menu, okay? The first one I found was Jesus Christ for 20 bucks. I'm sure Steezus has a cease and desist order in motion for that one already. Jesus, Jesus Christ. And you have a beef burger. And a choice of cheese, which is either brie, Havarti, American, mozzarella, cheddar, and Swiss, pepper jack, or blue cheese. And I mean, that, that sounds pretty basic, but that's probably what I'd order to start. Or I'd check out Autumn Harvest. This bad boy is $21, and it's a beef burger, bacon, grilled onion, cilantro, arugula, and pumpkin aioli. Okay. And there's also, this is only three that I'm listening the Empire State of Mind. This bad boy is $29, two panko-crusted beef burgers, boozy cheese, applewood bacon, grilled avocado, kimchi, and Worcestershire sauce. That sounds insane for $29. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it as usual. You know, you probably hit me up and say, dude, Rick, he talked about it on his Nine Club episode, man. Just, like, get with the program. Go listen to that. But I don't know. I just kind of went down a kind of a rabbit hole for a second there. But I do have to ask, though, so do I have any listeners in New York that have been to that Blue Dog restaurant? So let me know. Is it worth it? Should I fly out to NYC soon just to check it out? Maybe watch the Mark Suchi video in the restaurant? But all I have to say is either way, I'm now I'm really hungry. So and I want to try out like each one of those burgers. So what, 80 bucks worth of burger right there? I don't know. It'd be very full. Take one for the restaurant and two to go and have lunch and brunch and dinner for the next couple days anyway back to mark suchu's latest edit and as i said it's called blue dog and it was amazing even his song selection was very quote unquote interesting as i told cabbage i'm all cabbage check it out let me know what you think because i it kind of caught me it kind of caught me off guard right from the start my ears were like hold up hold up is that what i think it is 
And then about 27 seconds in, it was confirmed. And yes, yes, it took me that long to confirm. I, I would have failed in, um, what's that show called? Um, name That Tune. I would have named the tune in 27 seconds. Yes. I just wanted to confirm it was Susie and the Banshees, you know? And it, that is indeed what I thought and indeed what I heard. It just caught me off guard. But a very interesting song selection. But also seems very much like Suchu and like his brand, right? So I dug it. It was a great flow. You know, it, it, it worked for me. Now, see, his his videos are, they're, for me, they're always hard to break down because I usually love every single trick, right? I could literally do the podcast and be like, this trick, this trick, this trick, this trick, this trick, this trick. I mean, all of them. His ability to twist, you know, and turn and pop in and out of various spots, like tight spots, crazy spots, it's ridiculous. And most of his stuff just looks effortless. So it makes it look like, dude, I can go there and do that thing. I could do that trick. For example, I wrote down switch big flip. Executed perfectly at 50 seconds in, per my notes. And that was what, his second or third trick in that run? But that one stood, I was like, whoa, okay. Just, you know, just watch that trick. Just watch it, rewind it, and then watch it again. It was perfect. And switch. See, that's the thing about Mark is that he can do multi-trick lines, like so many of them in his edits, and by multi, I mean like more than like five or, you know, it has like six or seven. But then he can also toss in like a casual or ridiculous switch front 360, like the one he did at 134. That's all I wrote was switch front 360. Insane. And that was butter. It was like butter. Butter, Mark. And all I'm asking is I'm asking permission for me to do them like that, please. Can I do that? I'm asking either like the universe or Mark, whomever uh, responds first. But that was that was butter, and it was just just so casual, no big deal. And the very next trick had me feeling grateful for headphones. It was that switch flip fifty fifty down that brick ish, hubba ish. <laughs> Crank it up for that one. It sounds cool. It was like. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Very cool. I bet it even I bet it felt even better to grind down, you know, but wear your headphones for sure. So you'll you'll thank me later. Now, with all this being said so far up to this point, I did get a little upset at Mark. It was right around the two two about two minutes and forty-five seconds in for that insane line he did. And one that he didn't hold back any punches on. None. I kid you not. I was literally saying, like, stop, Mark, stop. You're you're killing me, dude. Stop. I'm good. I'm good. I need an edit, like, right now. I need someone to edit something. Edit. Felt like that moment, Rocky, you know, when the trainers are screaming at him, like, throw the towel! Throw the damn towel! Only Mark was playing Ivan Drago, and I wish I had a white towel near me to throw into the ring for that line. So in case you're a Mark Suchu hater and don't want to watch the video at all, here's what he did, okay? Maybe this will win. You'll, he'll win you over with this. Started off with a fakie 360 flip. Okay, do a switch Wally 180. Switch push. Manual to front 180 over some, I just put cement logs or rollers, whatever the hell you want to call them, wherever that spot is. Another switch push to switch flip over another cement log. To switch 360 flip over the final cement log. And now any human skater would end right there, right? You know, you, you, you in a sense would have bookended the line, right, with different 360 flips. 
but Mark is he's not any human skater, right? He's different. He had to keep it going. And this is why I started getting upset. So he just had to throw in a switch real heel, you know, convenient for him to a back 360 on flat and then squeeze in a nollie flip right before being forced to stop. And and keyword force because he was running out of real estate to roll on. Eight freaking tricks. Eight. <laughs> but it's just the just the brain power to do the ones he did. Like I said, he did that, what was it? The manual to switch 180 to switch flip and then switch 360 flip over the final one. Come on. That was crazy. I did get a laugh out loud moment during this video as well. You figured that line would have been one, but it was. I was just in awe. I was literally reaching for a towel to throw in. Right when he did, it was a front 270 to switch back lip. Three, 331. And the amount of height needed to clear that and then to twist... And then you're landing so awkwardly, and, and yeah, that was insane. And you know I had to pause rewind that back. It was a back tail kick flip out, three minutes thirty six seconds. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna say it now, but I'm not gonna say it. That acronym started was getting. I was chanting. I was chanting it in my head. That acronym that we all talk talk about around this time. And I'm so glad that they included two angles, you know? And then we also got to see his ender, which also had two angles. And I was like, what in the hell, Mark? Or what? And we're like, how, Mark? Front blunt to gap out on what was, was it eight? I broke down eight flat three on that hubba. And that roll up, oh, actually, I should say roll down isn't flat. So he was already going downhill. So to manage that speed, the pop, it's a different pop. It was absolutely ridiculous. But I'm so glad we got to see two angles because first one, you got to see just how far he had to fly to clear those lower three steps. <laughs> That's no easy task. I wonder how many, well, damn. No one suits you, and he probably did it under 10 tries, right? You agree? Or maybe not. That seems that's, that's gnarly. But I would not be shocked if it was under 10. And to clear that out of a front blunt just doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe, just maybe, it would make more sense doing it backside, right? Because it's a little bit, it's not as awkward. You're, you're, you're kind of rotating off and into it. Or maybe like a 5-0 grind, right? Or a 50-50 grind and you kind of ollie, right? But from a front blunt? Ridiculous. So insane. So, as I said, the, this video was 4 minutes and 19 or 20 seconds of time well spent, depending on which platform you're watching it on. And I think the, the Kiss Them For Me track works well with this part. I mean, very fitting that he would end it with a blunt. You know? I don't know. I'm shrugging. But I, I see you working there. I see you working. <laughs> and, I, and with that being said, of course, does anyone else have that song stuck in their head now? Yeah. Except the only words I know <laughs> of the song are, Kiss Them For Me. I don't know the rest. Da, na, 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 na. Like literally, it's been what, 30 years since that song was released. I still don't know what, there's still the lyrics. I just know Kiss Them For Me. Kiss Them For Me. Yeah, you won't catch me karaoke in that one. Anyway, I still have time to catch up, so relax. Maybe I'll learn the lyrics one of these days. Let me know your thoughts on this. Seriously, one of the best videos I've seen in a long, long time. And 
I was hinting, I was teasing at that acronym being tossed around in my head. I, I might have to, I'm going to look into that a little bit more because I have thoughts on that. I'm going to just leave it at that for now. I'm going to let it kind of fester, let it kind of boil a little bit. Drinking water tonight, no booze, no beer. Maybe I'll have a nightcap in a little bit. So next up, Free Skate Mag released Mark McCoy's latest part from Heavy Blue, which the title is in all lowercase, so make sure to take note. That is the key. I assume there's something in there. But either way, I, I don't think I've ever heard of this dude before. But, 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 he kills it in this video, and he does it with like his own unique style, you know? So the edit starts off with him listening very closely to that medium-sized ledge. You see how close that was? That was all left ear, too. And as he said, that's the last one. <laughs> you know how many times I've said that after like three tries, four tries? That's the last one. But I'd probably call it a day after that, too. I mean, that's, I respect that. That was brutal. And I loved what he did and said after that, too. I was like, whoops, oh, damn, uh, awkward. Good thing the board didn't break, though, right? But this mark also has some pretty interesting tricks as well, so much like Suchu. And I wrote down a couple of them. So the one of them that came to mind uh, was the switchboard to firecracker at 50 seconds. Yeah, great stuff, of course. And arms are, like, flailing around, you know, kind of like those, uh, you know, you drive by dealerships and they have those guys that are kind of the blow-up guys. Like, I don't even know what they're called, but his arms are flailing around. But it was so fun to watch, you know, hands slapping, full palm slapping on the ground upon arrival. But it was damn entertaining. I love that. That was a cool trick. Not easy either. Not easy. I must, I must mention that. And things definitely started to get real when they decided to incorporate that red Honda into the mix. Yeah, you know, I mean, dude was flying for that nollie front flip, flying. And even Winkowski approved that one, you know. You see the size of that grin? Huge. But it was nice to see a cameo from him. But I swear, though, I, was, I wrote this down like, have we seen some of or a couple of those clips in another video before? I swear, I think it was maybe the laser flip or something. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, mean, I don't care. It's still awesome to see Wink kill it on a 10-inch shaped board. That's key. And that's fun to watch. Another one I wrote down as well was Mark's front nose blunt all the way across the street. Three minutes, nine seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It was buttery. Just sliding. It was so long, I almost like fell asleep. And then he came right back. Well, maybe on another day. He was wearing different clothes. And back lip across the other way. It's like, damn. Okay. Much respect, Mark. Mark McCoy, that is. And his ender was pretty sweet as well. And, and I liked how they faded down the beats to make it all like kind of dramatic, you know. And it's such a, like, it was an awkward-looking handrail, too. Like, you could just get tossed on that because you was the, the, the second kink or the first kink. You just get tossed. It's so not a lot of room to, that's why he flew off, right? Because it's just kind of a weird, shoot you right out. So, well done, Mr. McCoy. Oh, real quick, too. Also, is it is it me or does he kind of remind you of Cardiel? I don't know, it's like if you kind of, if you silhouette, did a silhouette version of this video, you could you could say, oh yeah, that's Cardiel, right? Just for some, just the hands, I think it's the hands, right? Some of the, the legs, the, the way he styles, like he, he tweaks things, you know? And I was just like, how come no one told me about this dude? But, you know, he's definitely on my radar now, for sure, moving forward. Great part though, dude. I love this guy's energy, I love his style, which is why I wanted to bring his 
name and part up today. And finally, I'm taking it way back for this next segment. Well, not not that far back, but close to a decade, 2012 to be exact. So with a video project called Blue Line. And Brian Lottie was the man directing this one, and it was so damn entertaining. Yeah. If you don't know who Brian Lottie is, kids, go look up Brian Lottie, watch some video, watch some footage, and then you can come back for some. It'll make sense to you after you watch Blue Line. But, you know, seeing as it was released in 2012, I mean, it makes sense as to why I missed it this first time around. I don't know how big it was in 2012. I was still here in 2012, but it was the year my twins were born. And I know I've mentioned this before as well, too, but... The following years, the next three to four years after they were born, it was pretty much a blur for me. Like, not a lot of sleep, just zombie mode, you know, just making sure my kids are, are, like, eating and and just staying healthy and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, I missed a ton of skate videos during that time. From 2012, yeah, 2012, 13, 14, 15, even 16. Those four years, I missed a lot of stuff. So, if you hit me up like, dude, Rick, you've seen this video? Most likely, I have not. But... I'm always open to suggestions. Like if you have a video you remember from those years, I may, I mean, I've seen a couple of them, but not all, all of them. There's no way I can keep up, but one day I'll get caught up. Eh, maybe probably not, but blue line was such like a visual treat. Brian did an amazing job on this one. Like I said, shocked to no one. I know, but just the opening shots, I knew I was in for a treat. Like it was a nice long pan to an edit of like some, like gnarly i wrote down gnarly downhill slash mini wallows like where the hell is that spot i don't recall seeing that in other videos and just doing some research i i guess it is in san pedro but as i said it's almost a decade old i don't know if these spots still exist or not i don't recall seeing a lot of even this whole video i'm talking about you know there's a lot of cool stuff in here and what i also like too is the editing in this video it felt very like Stacy Peralta esque, like you could very much his visual style. You know, like for example, like I wrote down the wheels spinning, like the close ups, fifty five seconds and fifty six, right there. That's like details, baby, details. And that other slow and steady pan right, it's at a minute one. And but the reason why I want to talk about it is because it kept me waiting for him to pop up on the other side or pop back up or something. But nope, they like magic, of course, edited him, you know, coming out of a different location seconds later. I was like, oh, this felt so much like a Pralta movie or video. And dude was also flying high for that Ollie over the fire hydrant, minute nine seconds in. I'm sure that one caught the attention of Kerchart. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. And once again, they stumble upon a very cool and unique spot. It's kind of like that that quarter pipe, the, the painted white one, it looked like it was in a neighborhood. I was like, where the hell was that at? And I don't recall seeing that in other videos. Am, am I just, were they in videos in 2013, 40, all the years that I missed? Someone let me know if, you, if, if there are other videos I can check that out on, or if it still exists, please. I appreciate it. You know, because as I said, this is almost 10 years old. And that looked like a spot that probably wouldn't survive that long, just for some, maybe the neighbors to complain or whatever. And that back 180 flip, minute 34 seconds, was awesome. And not just because it was a great back 180 flip, but it because it got all of the neighborhood dogs to go ape. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, all of them, as you rolled down. And it's always fun to hear, you know, especially when there's a skater involved. And we're the ones that kind of you know, rattled up, you know, riled up the dogs, you know. You know, the families were just chilling, you know, watching the prices right. And then all of a sudden, their dogs just start going crazy. 
the owner or like owners gets pissed and you know yells at old Duke, right? Duke, shut the hell up! Like it was his problem. And I sure hope those dogs are still alive. It was ten years ago. Damn, that's that sucks. Think about that. Damn, those dogs might be gone. You know, R.I.P. If they are. But they it actually it, it did sound really cool with headphones on. So check it out. Crank it up. Hear those dogs barking. Nice ambiance, you know. But the camera work was amazing in this video. The tracking shots, etc. Everything was so cool. And, oh, also, too, I got to mention, got to love the cameo at 206. Yeah, I was like, is that? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Very nice. So check it out if you've got, what, an extra, it was only like five minutes and change. Not that long. You know, Brian Lottie wasn't asking too much of your life back then. And even now. It's like, hey, come on. Even if you've seen it before, just revisit it. Get it some clicks, you know. But here's more info on it if you are curious. So it's created by Brian Lottie and Nathan Factor, uh, Nathan Factor Sachero, to be exact. And music by Bad Mammal. Short concept film exploring various ways of tracking and shooting skateboards moving through the landscape. Skateboarders include David Bowens, Cooper Wilk, Derek Fukuhara, Adrian Adrid, Ronnie Sandoval, Riley Stevens, and Robbie Russo. Or Russo. Good stuff. All I got to say is bravo, Brian. Bravo. 2012. See, if I had a podcast back then, I would have talked about it for sure. I need to watch it again on my TV, though, and not my 13-inch laptop, which clearly didn't do it justice. I need to have it maximize, like the maximum amount of blue line on my TV in its glory. Actually, I'd love to see this one at IMAX, too. Hell, even 3D. 3D IMAX. So maybe if they make Blue Line 2, Brian, if you're ever interested, I would definitely hype that up. It would be pretty rad. Blue Line 2 and IMAX. Let's make it happen. So that's all I got for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to go check out my episode of In the Patch with Cabbage. We had a great chat, as expected. I'll put the link down below so you can just click on it. But, you know, all of the various podcast applications, you can find it because Cabbage rules. Love that dude. And be sure to tune in next week to hear my thoughts on that that acronym. Yeah, the the hear my thoughts on the Sodi race. And I'm saying that very loosely, very loose quotes. Sodi race thus far. Or dare I say, a lack of one. Hmm. Makes you think, right? It's gonna be November. Is there a Sodi frontrunner? And that's a rhetorical question because it's no. Not yet. So you'll hear my thoughts. So I'll talk to you then. Peace.